Hey folks, Matt Richards here. Welcome to the Complete Marketer Podcast. Hope everybody is well and good today and wishing everybody well as always. Uh, don't forget these podcasts are just twice a week now. We used to do these five times a week, but ever since launching our brand new YouTube channel, uh, podcasts are down to twice a week and we get three brand new videos over on YouTube as well, which allows me to be more visual with people, you know, allows me to articulate sometimes uh, some of the lessons and stuff I want to share a little bit better. Um, obviously, having a video as well as audio is extremely powerful for learning. So if you haven't done so yet, head on over to my YouTube channel and subscribe. You can search me Matt Richards in YouTube. You'll probably find me there. Um, or you can actually go onto one of my profiles on Instagram or Facebook and click the link to subscribe to the YouTube channel to keep up to date for all the latest training. Um, today, I want to talk about rejection and how to respond effectively. You know, I, I think rejection is one of those things that I could cover a hundred times, but still people will be a little bit unsure of exactly how to tackle it, how to overcome it, how to deal with it, because it goes against our, our natural Feelings, you know, what I mean by that is it's it's natural that you're going to feel um, not going to feel nice when you get rejected, you know, and, and when people say to you, hey, it's okay, just, you know, get on with it. It's, it's, it's okay to say that, but there's always going to be a part of you that probably doesn't like being rejected initially you know so it goes back to our days in the playground or when we was playing at schools or whatever um you know not getting into the cool club or asking your girl out on a date and she'd say no or you know you maybe you like somebody in your year and you ask them to be your girlfriend or boyfriend they said no i'm going back to like the playground antics and things that i thought about when i was growing up um and honestly rejection never helped never was never nice you know i always remember when i was at school you know, there was def- def- definitely in primary school, uh, there was like this core club where all the kids was like very good at football and they was like fastest runners and stuff like that. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't very good at football and I wasn't the fastest runner either. Um, I was, I was pretty good at shot putting actually. I was, I was freaking awesome at shot putting. But anyway, um, I wasn't in the core club. Uh, so, you know, you always felt like a little bit rejected. You always felt like a little bit of an outsider. And I think what that does is overspill into your day-to-day life as a business owner now. You know, if you've ever experienced that or been through that, I think rejection is a lot harder to handle for people who have been through situations like that because, you know, there would have been a position in their childhood or growing up that they can sort of... Uh, understand that feeling and emotion and it's kind of deep inside of you subconsciously so when people say to you just forget about rejection it's not always that simple you know especially if it's something that's deeply rooted inside of you Uh, but one thing I will say about rejection is just put things into perspective that's the first tip I'm going to give you Um, and I said this to a client of mine yesterday I said there's three billion people on Facebook and when I say there's three billion people on Facebook I don't think people understand how vast that actually is you know, to put things into perspective, and this will blow some people's mind. If I was to count to three billion, like one, two, three, four, five, and, and I didn't stop, so I just counted non-stop right the way till I got to three billion, does anybody have any, any idea on how long that would take me? The answer is almost 90 years. So I would need to count for 90 years, one, two, three, four, in order to reach three billion. So hopefully that puts into perspective just how big 3 billion is. You know, so even if you get rejected by like 100 people in, the, in, a, in a row, um, I highly recommend you follow some of the advice I'm going to give you real soon. But if you do get rejected like 100 people in a, in a row, then is it really a big deal? Does it mean your business is going to fail? Does it mean that you're completely screwed? You know, the answer is no. And I think far too many people put so much emphasis on getting a group of people than understanding just how vast social media is. And I don't say this so people can overcome objection. I think, re- you know, rejection is one of those feelings that you have to overcome by yourself rather than somebody just telling you to overcome it. But at the same time, I want people to understand just because you got rejected like five times today doesn't mean that your business is ruined and it's time to quit.
you know? So, so understand, first and foremost, the vast amount of people that you can speak to and in percentage. I mean, if you want to work percentages out, get yourself a pen and paper, write down how many times you get rejected in the next week, let's say it's 25, and then work out how many times 25 goes into like 3 billion and, and, and then understand that 25, even 25 people is absolutely nothing. Work out the percentage. How much is 25 of, of 3 billion? You're talking like 0.0.0.0.0 something, right? 0.0.0.0.0 something, right? So people need to understand that it's, it's not such a big deal. The reason why it's a big deal is because we're in the thick of things. If you're in the thick of things and you're the person building the business and you're the one feeling the rejection, you're the one feeling the knockback, then obviously it's going to feel a lot worse than it actually is. I always say to people, it's difficult to see the picture when you're in the frame. Um, but anyway, when I, when I said earlier about uh, 25 no's in a row, should, does that mean you should just ignore it and keep doing what you're doing? Definitely not. You know, if you're somebody that has consistently sold using the same method over and over again, and what I mean by that is almost daily, you know, if you're, if you're sort of making a lot of sales or making a lot of recruits very quickly, then I would say to you, it's just a case of speaking to more people. But if you're getting rejected and you're struggling with recruits anyway, what I mean by that is let's say you're getting less than like five to 10 people a week. And some people are like, wow, that's a lot. It's not really. You know, when you get the right process in place and you get the right system in place and, and you find a better way of recruiting and prospecting, that's, you know, it should be highly achievable for most people in business to hit those numbers. So let's say you're hitting less than those numbers. One of the questions I would say to you is, okay, now is the time we need to fix some holes in our, in our prospecting and in our uh, sales process. So if you're recruiting less than like five or 10 people a week, I would say to yourself, right, let's, let's dissect my offer and let's dissect what I'm doing here. First and foremost, let's look at my initial message. You know, you imagine like, you know, those uh, graphs where it says, if yes, go here, if no, go here. You can literally write one of these on a piece of paper. At the top right, does it work? You know, what I mean is, does it work five to 10 people a week? If the answer is yes, then keep doing what you're doing. Focus on lead generation. Focus on bringing more people in so you can prospect more people. So I'd focus on lead generation, I'd focus on attraction marketing, I'd focus on getting my message out there a lot quicker and a lot more consistently, okay? If the answer is no, I'm not recruiting five to 10 people a week, I would say, right, now I need to fix some holes. So is my message good? Yes or no? My initial message, did I get a response? If the answer was yes, okay, fantastic. So that's not the problem. And look at the next thing. Did my offer, was my offer well received? So did I position my offer in such a way that that person actually really wanted it? Not just, hey, can I have some information? Because anybody can say that. I'm talking about, wow, this sounds really interesting. Can you talk me through it? Or, you know, can we share, you know, can you share me some details on this? Can you, can you explain a little bit more? I want someone who's genuinely interested. If the answer to that was yes, okay, that's not a problem. If the answer was no, we didn't hear that. Okay, now we need to look at that area. How can we put our message together a lot better? How can we ask better questions in our prospecting? How can we position our offer a lot better? You know, in terms of actual how we position it, not just the offer itself, but how we actually position it. You know, are you doing that in a voice note? Are you doing that in a message? Are you doing that in an email? You know, and that's what I do. I dissect all areas of your process that you use to bring people in. Objection handling. You know, did you tackle the objection well? Probably not. That's why you got rejected or you didn't even get that far. If you didn't get that far, okay, we need to go back to prospecting because that was what led up to the objection. That's what's led up to them refusing my offer. And really dissect your offer. Not enough people do this because they're too lazy. They're like, yeah, I'll just sell the product. Yeah, I'll just post the product everywhere. That's the difference between becoming somebody that flogs a few products here and there and somebody who becomes elite at selling and very good at selling and somebody that can sell anything. The big difference is taking time to break down what you're actually doing and trying to improve it. 
Because instead of just blindly trying to sell to like 20 people, sometimes you're better off looking at your offer and thinking, right, where is it going wrong? Where can I improve this? Because you're not getting any better. If you're doing the wrong thing 30 times, it doesn't mean you're getting any better. It just means you're getting more efficient at doing the wrong stuff, which means you're going to waste even more time. You know, so you've got to find a way of becoming more efficient with the right methods, with the right way of doing things, with the right ways to close sales. And the only way you're going to do that is by dissecting your offer and actually understanding what you're doing. You know, so you've got to make sure that you're breaking this down. And that's what I'd literally do is go and break down all different areas of your offer and try and get it till it's right. And at the end of that, I'd say, test it, test it. Did it work? Yes. Fantastic. Right. Focus on lead generation, focus on numbers. No, it didn't work. Okay. It didn't work with like 30 people in a row. Okay. Let's go back to dissecting our offer again. Did the initial message work? Yes or no. Did the, you know, did my offer work? Yes or no. Did my, did I get to a phone call? Yes or no. How did the phone call go? Good, bad. And I would literally dissect everything. And, and to some people, this is going to sound absolutely like mind-blowing, like, damn, this is completely overwhelming. This is where I'd say to you, get yourself a coach or a trainer. You know, I'd be happy to go through this with you for, totally for free, to be honest with you. If you're serious in business and you want to move ahead and you want some more support in areas like this, drop me a message in my inbox today. Reach out to me and say, listen, Matt, can you talk to me a little bit more about this sales process? Can you talk to me a little bit more about positioning my offer? This is going to be suitable for people that are recruiting in network marketing or coaches and consultants that want to close more clients. So if you're in a position now where you're like, okay, this makes sense, but I need some more support, reach out to me directly. I'll be more than happy to guide you through it, you know, more on a more personal basis. And I won't charge for that because I'm pretty good like that, guys, to be honest with you. So if you'd like some more support in that area, just drop me a quick message today. I'm in the office for the next two or three days, so I don't mind uh, helping a few people out here and there when I can and when I get time. Um, but yeah, hopefully today's podcast has given some people something to think about. Um, you know, I, I do want people to think more about selling and, and less about just sort of mindlessly taking action. Uh, because honestly, uh, some people seem to think that's the key to getting ahead and the key to getting better at selling is to just take action when sometimes it's worth actually taking a step back and thinking, am I actually taking the right action? Am I doing the right things? And, and am I saying the right things? Because if you're not doing those, doing that sort of stuff, obviously you're going to keep making the same mistakes over and over again. And if you make a mistake 40 times, it doesn't mean it's not a mistake anymore. It just means that you've become more accustomed to, to, to making that mistake. You know, it's more habitual, which makes it 10 times harder to fix. I uh, hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, remember to follow and subscribe to this channel. Like I said at the start of this podcast, do not miss out subscribing to our YouTube channel. That is where a lot of our content is going to be going now. So head on over to our YouTube channel, search Matt Richards or Matt Richards Coach. You'll find that channel and uh, subscribe. But uh, have an amazing day and I'll catch you all very soon in the next episode. Bye-bye.